Hopefully many episodes. My name's Riley Beveridge and with me is co-host James Campisi. James, how you going? Co-host, he says. Yeah, good thanks, good thanks. Good, ready to go. Alright, we've got a big <laughs> show tonight. Um, talking about the quality of games to unofficially, I suppose, open round one. But uh, quality of games are good. Saw some close ones on Saturday night, which we'll be talking about. A big one on Thursday night with Carlton playing Richmond and an even bigger one on Friday night with the preliminary final rematch. Um, so let's jump straight into it. Okay, so to start today's show, we're going to talk about uh, Melbourne and the... It's been a destructive week at Melbourne, hasn't it, James? It definitely has been. Um, I mean, what I was going to ask you is if Mark Neal had the toughest job in the AFL with the new coaches coming into the AFL this year, but I think we have to revise that question because it's pretty much a foregone conclusion now. Talk about if he's got one of the toughest jobs in Australian sport. At the moment, I mean, you look at Melbourne's last five years, won two wooden spoons, haven't made the eight, highest finish is 12th, but still they're a club that's rapidly on the decline. They've, I mean, since he's taken the job, you've had the, the Jara saga, has no leadership at the club, forced to appoint a 20-year-old as a captain. He's, what else has happened? He's, um... The passing of Jim Steins wouldn't have been easy on him. And then, of course, this Grant Thomas, Jason Mifsud claim that uh, he's a racist pretty much. I know it's been rescinded, but it's still an unwanted distraction. I just, um, I just can't see him going anywhere in the next five years. Yeah. I mean, the next three to five years, it's going to be difficult for them. You watched the game on, on Saturday. I mean, so much hype. I mean, 95% of people would have tipped him to win, and, and look what happened. Yeah, they were, they were forty favourites. Nothing, nothing. They just showed absolute garbage out there. They have Mitch Clark up front. He, I uh, did not see him get a touch. He had a couple of touches. He had a couple of goals, but he he wasn't what they paid for. Their only shining light was James Magna, the young bloke, the mature age. He's a mature age recruit, yeah, mature age. He he had a good twenty odd touches, kicked a couple of goals, and he came off injured though. Actually, he did. The, he did his ankle or something. So we're hoping he can play next week. But I mean, next week they've got toughest road trip in Australia at the moment. They've got West Coast over there, so you can't see it getting. Any better for them anytime soon, can you? No. So not Melbourne. Three to five years. I can't see him. I can't see him making the eight. <laughs> exactly. Either can I? I mean, you, you see clubs like Carlton, West Coast, St Kilda. They've all gone. They've gone down to come up, and you see, well, St Kilda made a couple of grand finals, and Carlton and West Coast hoping to do that in the next couple of years. Exactly. They've been forced to rebuild again. They started rebuilding with Jack Watts, Jack Trengoves, Tom Scully. Now they've been forced to do it all over again. Exactly, because the Watts, Watts probably isn't turning out how they would have hoped. I mean, at this stage, I mean, you look at Buddy Franklin. At, at this stage, Buddy had 118 goals in a season and a premiership medal. And you look at what Jack Watts has done. He's struggling to get a game. He's been forced into the midfield to get into the game. Exactly. And Tom Scully, he has gone, gone just defected away. And I mean, Trengrove and Grimes... They can, but they're, they're, they're still too young. They're, they're, they're young at the moment. They're good footballers, but they're probably not leadership material. Yeah. And you, you think that they that they had to go so young just simply because they've got no quality up top. Exactly. Can, they got Brad Green, but I can't see him being... I can't see him. You can't see him leading them to the no. eight, leading to the premiership. No 
So it's very difficult on that front, but I mean, you hate to say it, but they are a club in decline that could be spending the next five years, three to five years, as we say, in the bottom half of the ladder. And then, I mean, realistically, there's probably no shot of the Premiership in the next ten. So it's very difficult there. But um, obviously, we don't like talking about that, so we'll move on to the actual footy, and uh, we'll, we'll start with Saturday night games. Uh, North Essendon. North and We'll start with that. Your boy's North. I mean, it came down to a kick in the end. You feel for Hamish McIntosh. You definitely but, feel for him. I mean, if you had a... I mean, you see Lindsay Thomas kick one out in the full 10 metres out, sec, 10 minutes into the second quarter, and I mean, that could have been the winning goal in the end, so... Can't really talk about Hamish Mack too much, but um, you wanted to bring up a couple of points about the, the three Ruckman. Ruckman. The Ruckman. We shouldn't, North should not be far. I don't reckon we should be playing the three Ruckman with the Drew Petrie, Hamish McIntosh and Tol Goldstein. Last year, it was just Tol Goldstein and Drew Petrie with Hamish injured. And that worked, that worked fine. They dominated, they both like, had broom exactly. seasons. So. Tol Goldstein, his best ever year. Then he comes in, then they bring in the, the three Ruckman issue with Hamish and, and they both had subpar games on the weekend. So what I was surprised about was that Drew Petrie was used more predominantly in the ruck right. than Goldstein was because he was pushed he was back. Pushed back, and that's that's a risky move by Brad Scott as well to have a ruck when playing in defence. In and you saw you got caught out in the first couple of a couple of times in the first quarter when um, I think Hurley just pretty much ghosted past him, so he got caught out there. But I was surprised by Petrie how much he actually rucked on Saturday, and you could see in the last quarter it could barely move. I exactly. mean, he was creeping up like. I've never seen him before. Exactly. And it was pretty much, they were playing with 17 men in that last yeah. quarter because he was so desperate to get on the field, but he just could not move and it was so difficult for At him. At the time when we needed him the most. Exactly, time. exactly. But um, it was very disappointing. But what I do want to talk about in that game was probably Brent Stanton. I mean, he gets a lot of criticism he from gets Essendon. He a lot of criticism for I mean, we see last year he gets booed off and I mean, to start the season the way he did... Was what really great good, for him. He had 35 possessions. He had uh, a couple of goals, 26 kicks, nine handballs, and two goals. So, That's a, a game. great game for him. And I mean, as well as that, you see Dustin Fletcher. I'm not sure how long he's been going for now, for 50 years. <laughs> but he, he just keeps turning it on. Took a couple of clutch marks in that last quarter as well. So, Essendon, they deserved that. But I mean, North, they're a club that could make the eight this year. I reckon we can make it. They they probably should. We have to, with nine two seasons in a row. North, I reckon they'd have to be in the six to eight range. I reckon. But if they do, they're going to need to beat clubs like Essendon. They're they're going to be the clubs Essendon, St Kilda, Sydney. That they're going to be around that eighth ninth range that they're going to need to beat. And I mean, that was only two points, and you can't be too critical of that. <laughs> but I mean, it was tough. All right, so moving on to the other Saturday night game, yeah. Freo hosting Geelong. Four job. points in that one. Um, Obviously, the first thing to talk about is probably Ballantyne. Ballantyne. Scarlet. I mean, a lot of talk's been made of this serial pest claim that Ballantyne's got on him. Do you see any problem with it? With the punch? The pu- Not the punch, but just Ballantyne's just the peskiness the, the whole night. He does... Uh, for all the fans out there, he deserves that. Everyone, everyone thought <laughs> everyone he deserved it. But, but, um, it's punch, good for footy, though. Good like, for, and you, can't, you can't rub that out of the game. I mean, well, exactly. he, gets under, he gets under player skins. It works. And I mean, it, it works. works for How much did it work on Saturday exactly. night? I mean, it got under long Steve skins. Steve Johnson, Paul Chapman... Scarlet, Matty Scarlett, even Chris Scott at halftime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was coming back, back and forth between them. But um, Freo, they've shown what they can do beating Geelong. I mean, yeah. it wasn't they kicked the first five. Geelong pegged them back, but all I can say is Nathan Fife is going to be a star. Oh, he is an absolute he'll superstar. He'll be elite. He'll be up in the game. Well, if, you, if he wasn't elite last year, I mean, we've got his stats here as well: thirty touches, seven tackles, two goals. Kicked that three goal on the left foot as too. well. 
He's just he's twenty years old in his he second can, yep, year. Exactly. I mean, he's just got that flukish skill as well that everyone Scott Pender will be like. Right. Exactly. Everyone comes. People will come. They'll pay yeah, money to see to him see play. Him. So I mean, he had an absolute ripper. But um, Geelong. You don't really... I mean, they're reigning premiers. You don't read too much into the defeat. I'm looking forward to the game next week. Oh, I know. That, it'll be an absolute cracker with Geelong Hawthorne. That's it. If, if they win that, then I reckon... But, I don't know. Will, will they make top four? Top, That's the question. Top four, but top good, two. Top two, I don't reckon they'll make. So, top four they're, is realistic that's for them? It, that's realistic. They need to make top four. Being reigning premiers, premiers they need to make well, You don't see that much reigning premiers being talked about top four, but, I mean, last year they were called too old, too slow... And they took it out. And they took it out, so you can never ride off Geelong. But um, I suppose if they're Norton 2, makes it very exactly. difficult. Exactly. But um, So, yes, yeah, so that was a difficult one for them. So they'll have to look forward to next week. With the weekend's footy starting a, the, with the Carlton-Richmond game on the Thursday night, what do you think about all the, the hype Richmond got <laughs> against Carlton, your boys? Happens every year, though, doesn't it? I mean, every year... Carlton Richmond, you rock up to the ground. Every Tigers fan's being like, "Oh, we're gonna win this. This is our year. This is our year. Top eight, top eight. But I mean, you got people like Kevin Bartlett tipping Richmond by eighty points, <laughs> and the top four chance. People ringing up to SEN as well. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't stand listening to the Tigers fans every afternoon on SEN calling up saying how much they're gonna absolutely flog us by. And I mean, you, they got back to they they were competitive. They did get the back. So they were. They were competitive for four quarters. That's all you can ask as a Richmond fan at the moment. I mean, Trent Cotchin was just sublime. Yeah. I mean, there was times where I was pulling my hair out how we're we going to deal with Trent Cotchin. But, um, I mean, he was very good. But, I mean, when you talk about they got back to six points. In the last as well. In the last. But at the end of the day, we won by 44 exactly. points. We had 17 more scoring shots. So, lucky we didn't win by more. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. You have to ask, how far do you think the, the, the Richmond can go this year? Well, they'd be they're definitely better than in front of Melbourne at this stage, easily. Yeah, because there was always the sort of Richmond, Melbourne, North, North. The, trying to get the three exactly. that was pushing for that last yeah. final spot. They'd be ahead of Melbourne, who were downhill now. It'd be it'd be hard pressed. I reckon it's a new three, probably Richmond, Melbourne, Richmond, North, Melbourne, and Essendon, probably fighting yeah, you it out can this say year. That. You can add probably Sydney and Secure to that list as well, but. I mean, they're all fighting for a couple of spots. Exactly. It's going to be so difficult. Especially, so yeah. They've got a tough run as well. It's going to be extremely hard the for them. In my opinion, no. I don't reckon either. I, I think it's too clustered. I think you can't write off a couple Sydney. Of you can't write off Sydney just yet. I think they've just got the willpower. They've got that extra gear that they'll go to to, to make the eight. Yeah. I think North are an up-and-coming team that should definitely make it this year. And I... I mean, even St Kilda have got that, just the yeah. little bit more of a, the top-end quality that they can... Than Richmond. The, than Richmond to go to. But, um, I mean, at the end of the day, being a Carlton fan, I'm going to blow this up a lot, but <laughs> when they got it back to six points and you see Chris Yaron take on one, take yeah. on two, take on three, and then kick the goal from the boundary, I mean, it was great to see, and I, I don't want to brag about it too much, <laughs> but he's a great talent, and... That's why we love him down at Carlton. We love all the Indigenous boys. They all give it their all every week. So, And then there was Friday night. Um, game. It just got bigger, didn't it? it I mean, did. everyone talking about Hawthorne's revenge from last year's preliminary final. And in the end, they got it, didn't they? They definitely did. With them, well, they were about 22 points. 22 points, it was in the end. But Collingwood did have a couple of players out. Oh, we, we have a look now. There's eight, pre- eight grand finalists from last year missing. There's Maxwell, Tarrant, Johnson, Brown, Didak, Cracker, Davis and Wellingham. 
So they did, they did have... It's a big a, list They did have a couple out. of Dave Yorns in there as well. Yeah, a couple of um, that... Uh, Jackson Payne, Yagmore as well. Not sure if I'm pronouncing Sorry. that right, but um, give it a shot. They had a couple in there. See, do you read too much into their defeat? Um, are they are they going to be top two this year? I reckon they, that it'll be Hawthorne and Collingwood top two. You've tipped it, Hawthorne Collingwood. Oh, with West Coast thereabouts. Thereabouts. No, right, no luck for my Blues. No, I like it. I don't like the Blues. <laughs> They're too. <laughs> I've the Blues already, but um. So you don't read too much in because they they've got a lot of quality which they will get back. Exactly. But um, what about Hawthorne? Are they the real deal? They do. I reckon they are. They've got everything from defence, midfield, to forward. That spine is just incredible. they got Franklin, oh. Mitchell in the middle, Rioli. Can we talk about Rioli? He's special. He's a very special that talent. That mark he took on the wing. Oh. He's just <laughs> delicious. <laughs> He's delicious, as Bruce likes to point out every now and then. But, um, I, I mean... Harry O'Brien, yeah. uh, you you know my opinions on Harry O'Brien. I've talked not, about not a fan, I'm not a, not a fan of Harry O'Brien. He made a fool of exactly. Harry O. When he a jumped lot. on him and when he fell down, tapped oh, on him. He, I mean, and even that his first goal he kicked, he just, Harry didn't know whether or not to go forward, go back. He didn't know to tackle to um, he's smother. Got all, he's got all the works too. He's got everything. And I mean, the question got put forward on on the couch last night. Would you rather play? On Harry O'Brien, would you rather play on Lance Franklin being a key position defender or a small defender, mid-sized defender playing on Sirioli? It's a very difficult, That's a difficult one to difficult call. Question to answer. I mean, they're both, the way they work together exactly. is just, they work in tandem and I mean, they're the type of players that can win a club of premierships. Exactly. They're going to win a premiership for Hawthorne and I mean, I, I, I honestly, I'm on their bandwagon. I think they can go all the way. Last year, I mean, the year after they won the premiership, I thought they got a bit sooky. Yeah, they I thought did. they got a bit soft. They missed the eight the year after winning the premiership. Last year, we saw signs that they could do it again, but they had Not some enough. key couple injuries to a couple of off. defenders. But this year, I think it's their year. If they can keep... If they stay fit. If they can stay fit, they keep fit, I reckon they're a real chance of um, making the top... Well, winning the premiership. Yeah. Make, winning the uh, minor premiership and going all the way. Um... One more game which we want to talk about, that is Port St Kilda. It was the twilight game on Sunday, it finished round one, and Port got up. They, they did have a good win. They had a shocker they, of a year last year, but... They just got up in the end as well. They did. They You can't say they didn't deserve it though. They deserved they it. They were on top the whole game, you felt like they just had that little bit of the edge over St Kilda, and I mean, you have to ask now, one, how far can Port go, and two, where is St Kilda headed? Well, Port... I don't reckon that they're not there about yet for the top. Definitely eight, surely not. I think I think they're still probably, probably what are we now? 18th, 16th. They're probably sixteenth behind, 16th. just on top of Greater Western Sydney and Gold Coast still. Yeah, but I can't see them get I much higher than that. It was no. a big win for them though. Good win, good way to start the season. As and well. you saw how they celebrated exactly. as well. They, up and he loved it and. St Kilda, Scott Waters, he's got his hands full. He definitely does. It was with tough the, to take. With the quality of players they have, Goddard, Rewalt, Fisher down back, they got, they've got got a good number of players, and if if they can't do anything, they can't beat Port, who, what, well, they finished 17th? 17th last year. last year, just above Gold Coast as well. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough road for them. They're the one that I bookmarked at the start of the year to slip out of the eight. I can't see them can't making see, it. I can't see them making it. We talked about how Richmond, North Melbourne, Essendon, they'd be fighting. Well, I suppose Essendon made it, but they'd be fighting for that 
position. I think it's going to be St Kilda's position with their fighting for, and I think there's a lot of work to be done for the Saints if they're going to uh, make the eight this year. All right, so now we look ahead to round two. Um, Big games in round two. Probably not as big as round one. Not as big. But um, it was a tough round of tip, round one. But um, now we look ahead... Tip the seven. Tip the seven (laughs) of of the nine. The games you're looking at. Uh, the games we're looking at this week. Um, Saturday's game, the first one. Sydney Freo at the SCG. That is a massive game. That is a big game, especially for Freo. If they can kick off Sydney and be start the season 2-0 against two quality teams... Exactly, teams, and away from home. It's a tough trip for them. Exactly. Then that'd be They could be a real deal with West, with West Coast. Two Perth teams up in the top. Tough to beat over there, the Perth team. So if they can actually... Like start winning these games, proving that away they're away from home. Yeah. Exactly, they could be a real challenge for not only top eight but top four. They're an interesting one, actually. We didn't even mention Freo exactly. in those sides coming into the top eight. They are probably the most likely at this stage. Exactly, um, the top it is eight. packed. It's going to be very be difficult very to call. It's going to be a good year this year. Sydney Freo at the SCG. Freo knocked them off there last year, and I'm going to tip them again this week. I'll probably tip Freo as well. I think that. Um, Sydney didn't show all that much against GWS a couple of weeks back. You can't really read much, you, much into that. You can't, yeah, exactly. It's very difficult to call. But a Frio, a quality win over Geelong. I suppose if they can keep players fit, if they can rebound well. If keep Sandilands fit, he, fit his key. Exactly. He had a cracker against Geelong exactly. as well. So I'm going to tip Freo. James is tipping Freo. Moving on to the next one, Saturday night. Collingwood Richmond, the old rivals at the G. Collingwood, surely. It has to be Collingwood. They have to rebound. I mean, they're... You know, I'm not sure how many of their players they're getting back, but they'll work their way back into the season. Exactly, actually. it's it's tough for Richmond as well exactly. to come Carlton and Collingwood. I mean, that's a tough season. Tough, tough start this season. Richmond's probably main goal this week. They probably won't be too confident of getting a win. I yeah. can't see too many of their fans going in with the same hype they went into on Thursday night. <laughs> They just want to not get trounced, I suppose. Exactly. They if can they, keep it under, what, 30? Yeah, under 30 five points. goals. Yeah. I'd probably say it's a it's positive a... for Richmond. They keep building, they keep progressing their way to the top eight. So you tip Collingwood for that one? Tip Collingwood, comfortably. And the last one we're going to have a look at, Geelong Hawthorne. This is a big one. Easter Monday clash, the traditional Good. game. This is a big one. They always have cracking They always have crackers. And, of course, Hawthorne haven't beaten them since that 2008 grand final. Still yet to beat them. Still yet to beat them. So it's Four years without a win. And I mean, Geelong, was it Paul Chapman that said, that after that grand final, it. he said that he, they'd never, never beat him again. Done. But um, this is the this is Hawthorne's year. I think we've called it. So. so you're tipping the Hawks? I think I will. I think with Scarlet out, it gives one less defender to take care of Buddy. I mean, I know he doesn't yeah, take yeah. I know he doesn't take him. They usually leave that to Lonigan or... Harry Taylor or Mackey, but I think with Scarlett out, it leaves another one less player that drops back into the hole. So, I mean, he's in, but I just I just think Hawthorne that they're going to be too good. I guess Geelong. Um, what about you? What do you reckon? With Scarlett, I'm only tipping Hawthorne because Scarlett's out. If Scarlett was out, I would be tipping Geelong. I'm not sold on Hawthorne too much early. You can't be. I mean, there was a good win last week, but. I you just you don't know. Again, it's such a tough one to call. Every week is going to exactly. be so tough to call now. Um, that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. You can um, view both me and James's tips all online. Um, just log on to theweekender.wordpress.com. That's weekend R, by the way, for everyone who's 
bit worried about that. Or go onto the Facebook page, give us a like on Facebook to follow what we're up to. That's www.facebook.com forward slash the weekender blog. You can also view on the uh, on the weekender page the player of the year votes. I think we gave a fair few out last week, three, two, and ones. I mean, tough to say. I can't really say anyone's leading at the moment. We've got eight or nine leaders at the moment. But um, when you look there, Murphy, Pendlebury, Ablett, Fife, they're all going to be also, players that are. Be on the top. They all got three votes from us last week. They'll all be leading the way throughout the year. So. Log on, have a look at that. Um, thanks for joining us this week. We'll be back next week. We'll be back next week, that's a, that's a definite. Uh, we've had a lot of fun recording our first episode. Hope you've enjoyed listening. Remember to tell your friends uh, and stay tuned.